174,000 square kilometres, that's roughly the same area as Syria, has been contaminated by landmines since Russia's full-scale invasion. Most have been found in the northeastern Kharkiv region, and it's feared it'll take decades to clear them completely. Well, let's go live now and speak to our correspondent in Lviv, James Waterhouse. And James, this is, this is a vast area, isn't it? It's a vast area and a vast problem. The problem of landmines for Ukraine is most acute around areas which have been both occupied by Russian forces and then subsequently liberated by Ukrainian troops. Because of the heavy fighting that takes place on these villages, these towns, these cities, and the fields that were once the battlefield, there are thousands of different types of explosives. We're talking about missiles, grenades, and landmines themselves. We've been to the eastern town of Balaclia. This is what you call a scratching of the surface, a sweep and a gentle prod for hidden killers. A job with very obvious occupational hazards. My family calls me in the morning and tells me to be careful, to watch where I tread. Of course, they're worried, very much worried. Before, we would work with shells from World War II, and now there are modern munitions, so we have to learn constantly, because we find new kinds that we haven't encountered before. It's hard to describe this as anything other than random. This is a patch of land in the middle of Balaclia. It's not a place, unlike other areas, that was once contested, where there was heavy fighting. But what these minesweepers are looking for are so-called butterfly mines. They're banned by international law. They don't look much, but the damage they can cause is severe. This part of Ukraine has been both occupied and liberated. In the area around the city of Izum, both sides have been accused of using butterfly mines, with Kyiv denying it. For patients in the battered hospital, the results are the same. Mikola stepped on one in the garden of his destroyed home. Everything was lost. I have no house, no cars, no cows, no property. And I used to have it all. It all got burned down, ruined, made useless, impossible to rebuild. My grandchildren cannot visit because everything is mined. At a mine lecture, there's an appetite to better understand this resident threat. I'm very cautious. I don't walk around much, but when I do, I use the same path, because I'm scared. I have a 16-year-old son, and I'm really worried about him going out on his own. I tell him about the mines. I wish he was here to listen to this. Back in Balaclia, Alexander's task reaches its crescendo. A job likely to be replicated for decades. And when you travel around this eastern region of Ukraine, you see warning signs next to fields. You occasionally see teams sweeping small areas of turf. But because of this part of the country being where Russia first advanced, 
you have people's homes which sit next to what were the trenches. You see used artillery casings. There are grenades frequently found and there are farmers that will be waiting a long time before they can uh, work their land, to be honest with you. And that is the wide consensus, that it will be years before huge areas will be considered safe. All the while, take yesterday, there were 50 reported Russian attacks, according to Ukraine, on some parts of the Eastern Front line. But the problem that mines cause is that whenever this conflict ends, which is still not clear, there will be serious injuries and deaths caused by this hidden threat on the ground.